0: Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Welcome to the first episode for the new year. We've made it into 2021, and I hope that you've enjoyed the holidays and are feeling ready to take on whatever the new year brings. It's still kind of a mess out there with vaccine delays and continuing concerns about health and business and lost income still a lot of chaos and uncertainty and fear. So it's it's more reason to do what you can to get yourself in order internally to build your inner strength as a leader. And leading can be challenging enough under normal circumstances. So leading under today's condition is even more difficult. You might feel like you're being asked to lead in the dark, sometimes with your hands tied. So today I wanted to talk about turning things upside down to build new strength, literally. I'm sharing something crazy I did on the last... Day of last year, as an example, and as an analogy for what you might do to see things differently and build your own strength. So, if you've been listening to me for a while, or if this is your first time listening to me, this will not be a typical episode, just a fair warning. But first, just in case you missed the last couple of episodes in, in mid December, We covered the importance of letting go, letting go of whatever you need to to start the year fresh and to open up to new possibilities. I talked about getting rid of what holds you back, using RID as an acronym, R-I-D, for recognize, interpret, and decide. Recognize what's holding you back, interpret what that means to you, because we can all see something but interpret it differently, and then decide, make a decision about what you'll do about it. And then in the very last episode of 2020, I talked about creating your bright future, allowing yourself to create or step into new experiences, which kind of relates to what I'm talking about today. So I encourage you to listen to both of those if you missed either or both of them during the holidays. I'll include a link to both in the show notes. Okay, back to my thoughts for today. I was thinking about the ripple effect of building strength or improvement in one area of your life and how that can lead to positive change in other aspects of your life as well. Or also in a business context, when you build new strength in one area of your work or your business, that can transfer over to other areas, especially when that knowledge or that experience is shared. So here's what I've been working on personally, physically. Over the last year or so, I've been concentrating on building greater mental and physical strength. I think they go hand in hand. Speaking of hands, one of my goals last year was to walk on my hands by the end of the year. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, But to people who know me well, it probably sounds kind of normal for me. But before the pandemic hit, I was practicing handstands, holding myself up against a wall, working on my balance, but I couldn't quite make the transition to walking on my hands. Um, and I wasn't doing this on my own, by the way. I had guidance from great coaches. I wasn't just totally throwing caution to the wind. I'd almost given up since I hadn't had the opportunity to keep working on that over the last few months. But on the last day of the year, I decided to ask for help from a couple of wonderful coaches at my gym. A shout out to Hunter and Faye. Uh, We were socially distanced, of course. I really wanted to walk on my hands from one white line on the floor to another. I think it was about 20 feet or so. But like I said, I really was not used to being able to do that just flinging myself up into the air. I was used to having a wall. So the wall had become my security. Otherwise, I was afraid I'd fall and get hurt. But I still thought deep down I could do it. And I had these these coaches who were telling me that I could do it, so it was great motivation for me. So, I decided to give it a try. So I flung myself upside down and fell a couple of times. And then I tried again and took two little steps on my hands and then lost my balance. And then I took about four steps and then lost my balance again. It was kind of exhausting. It's a lot of work. It sounds like just a few steps would would be easy, but it's hard. So I was getting frustrated, um, Then I took a few more steps and got so excited that I was getting close to the white line. I could see it on the floor when I was upside down. Of course, I had a very close up view of that line, but I crashed just before the white line that I was trying to cross. And I could feel myself getting so close to it and then just crumbling under the pressure. I did that a few times and it just wasn't happening. And I was tired. Having to concentrate harder each time and, you know, using my body in a different way and my muscles in a different way. So I finally decided to try a coaching technique on myself that I use with my clients. Of course, it's always easier to do when I'm coaching others, but I thought that it might work for me. And I said, I think I need to make my goal bigger. It's kind of counterintuitive. If you're not reaching your goal, maybe you need to make it bigger. So I said, I think I need to go farther than the white line. So Hunter put an orange cone a few more feet past the white line that I was trying to get to. And he said, okay, you have to walk on your hands to this orange cone now. So in one final attempt, I made my way upside down across the floor, ended up crossing the white line and didn't quite make it to the orange cone, but I accomplished my goal. So I was excited about that. And so I thought I would share what I observed about the whole experience and really any experience where you feel like things are turned upside down. So I've got 10 observations to share real quickly. One is expect resistance. I knew that when I was putting myself in this kind of unusual situation that there would be fear. I was afraid of hurting myself, looking stupid, letting myself down when you're stepping into something that's difficult or different for you. It's just part of the process. Two, I had a willingness to try. I was open to the new experience. So I think that that was one of the most important factors that allowed me to achieve my goal is just my willingness to even consider that as a possibility. Number three, I had to check my beliefs. I could have said, I'll get hurt. I'm too old. This is too hard. I've got better things to do. Instead, I thought, I think I can, you know, like the little engine that could, I think I can. This should be fun. I'll be stronger. I'll get the help that I need, which leads me to point four is asking for the help that I needed. It was great that I had, you know, Faye telling me, Gail, take a break when I needed to. And, um, you know, Hunter that was helping me push the little extra bit to help me really achieve my goals. So, um, it was really great to have both of them there knowing that I was not alone in the process. One of them tried to video me and I said, no, let's hold off on that. But maybe if I'm braver, I might let someone video my progress. It might be edutainment for anyone that wants to watch that. But I do have two witnesses. So um, speaking of trusting the coaches, number five is I actually had to learn to trust myself, trusting my body, trusting that I could do it on my own without relying on a coach to catch me when I fall. I had to feel my way through it. And that was probably one of the most difficult parts of the process is just being able to trust myself and my own instincts. Number six, be willing to think differently. You know, there's a lot happening in your brain when you're upside down, that doesn't feel normal, you have to think differently. It's disorienting. You know, when you're walking right side up, it doesn't take a lot of thinking that can be done on autopilot. But when you deliberately put yourself in a situation where you're seeing things from a totally new perspective, your your brain kicks in differently. Number seven, accept that I'll fail along the way and that it's okay to be off balance. That's just part of the process. That's actually what is helping make me even more strong. Number eight, keep going. When I almost stopped or I was beginning to fall and I could tell that I was wobbling, I just held on and I rebalanced and kept going. And it helped me become more determined. Number nine, set a bigger goal. As I mentioned before, not something completely unreasonable or off the charts, but just something that makes you stretch just a little bit more. I was fascinated that I tricked my own mind consciously somehow. That sounds like some kind of oxymoron, but I continue to expand the vision of what I can do walking upside down now that I've had a taste of it. So we'll have to see what that brings. Number 10, reevaluate your goals. There are are a number of other goals that I did not accomplish last year, and I have to be okay with that. Maybe they were unreasonable. Maybe circumstances got in the way. Maybe I'm at fault for not accomplishing them. But the key is not to beat myself up about it, but just to reevaluate and learn from that. So I encourage you to reflect on your learnings about a goal that you achieved or maybe one that you missed. What would you have done differently, if anything? And what did you appreciate? About the experience. What's one aspect of your business or your team that you need to turn upside down to totally rethink? Maybe it's a process or a project that you're working on. Maybe it's the team itself. Think about something in your personal life that you need to rethink or turn upside down. There may be some things that have turned upside down on their own that that have been beyond your control, but I encourage you to identify something that you think you need to experience differently a new stretch challenge. When you decide to turn something upside down, I think you'll find the positive effect will transfer into other areas of your leadership, life, or your work as well. I realize the advice to turn things upside down seems counterintuitive at a time when so many people are seeking stability and normalcy, but there's so much value in being able to rethink everything and give yourself a challenge that makes you stretch or that makes you scared so that you can build new strength and move forward in new ways. I encourage you to give it a try. And let me know what you're working on. So thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Let me know your feedback. Um, be sure to share this episode with someone who you think might benefit. Maybe someone who's feeling a little off balance or who uh, knows that they need to be setting a stretch goal for themselves. Uh, it's one of the best ways to, to help others learn and grow with you. Another way is by using the leadership journal that I created which is available on Amazon. Uh, This is the perfect time of year to order that, to have copies for your team so that you all can talk about your goals share your goals with each other and gain more strength as a team going forward. So I'll include a link to the show notes to that. It's just called the Leadership Journal that you can find on Amazon if you search for it and look for my name there. I look forward to being a part of your leadership journey this year during all the upside down and the right side up moments. So stay tuned. And until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time.